You're listening to Intent Topics, a podcast about all things growth. I'm your host, Logan Kelly. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Intent Topics. It has been a while since we laid down original content. We've had some guests over the last few months, uh, but it has been a while since we laid down that original content, uh, what everybody has been coming back for. So we're calling this season two, and in honor of season two, we have added video uh, to the mix. So if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on your desktop, wherever you might be listening, tune into YouTube. You can put a face to the voice, that's my face to my voice. And then you can see um, in the coming episodes, we're gonna be showing you guys some, some sweet tech um, and some new techniques uh, from the front lines here. So uh, tune into our YouTube channel. That's Union Resolute on YouTube. We got a bunch of content there anyway. Gonna be extra worth it because our podcast will be there with video. Quick announcement before we hop into the show. We are hosting a webinar at, on July 30th at 2 p.m. Yes, July 30th, 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be me and our CEO, Mark Troy, CEO here at Union Resolute. We're gonna be talking about evolutional lead gen and HQLs, uh, which is what we're gonna be talking about today on the show. Uh, so if you can tell, that is a theme around here at Union. Really, as we're trying to figure out and this is never going to be perfectly solved, but we think we have a, a, a good line on this. When to get a lead in front of the sales team, um, what are the qualifications that, that need to be met in order for it not to be a waste of time for a salesperson, but not be too late uh, that a salesperson can't do their magic. That could be a BDR salesperson. What, however, the, the particular company's uh, sales process is set up, but what we're really talking about is when to pass that lead to have a human being work it um, and what do those, those qualifications look like. So that's what we're gonna talk a little bit about today. We're actually gonna be talking about the benefit of rethinking when you are passing leads um, in terms of that HQL, also known as a highly qualified lead. Um, on the webinar, we're gonna be talking a little bit more specifically about how unions offering has adjusted. So today, we're gonna to give you the value going to be a little bit more if you're interested in, in what Union is actually doing on that webinar. So let's dive in. Today we're going to talk about three reasons that you need to adopt an HQL methodology um, into your sales process. And that means adopt it in the sense that you're adding it to the mix. Think about it like a, like a diet. You don't just eat carbohydrates. You don't eat, just eat protein. You don't just eat fat. In any sales process, you need a certain mix of lead qualifications, lead sources, in order to make sure that you are putting the right opportunities in front of yourself or your sales team uh, or your entire organization. So, talk about three reasons that you should adopt HQLs and how to do it. So let's hop into it. First off, as I said, the problem that we're looking to solve is when to get a lead in front of a salesperson into a sales team it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. That said, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different thought processes out there. Uh, one, of the, one of the best known is BANT, so budget, authority, need, and timeline. Um, 
the rules of how we're establishing that though have changed. Um, the, the, the likelihood that a prospect is just going to pop up for many organizations, just going to pop up and say, listen, I've got budget, I have the authority, I have the need, and I have timeline, without there being a, a thousand other companies chasing them, um, and, and you just having a, an un, unfettered sales process that you can run, highly unlikely now. So now we gotta, we gotta think about it in terms of how to meet people where they are, uh, how, to, how to start to work that lead at the right time, and how to use the data that we've never had access to in the history of sales. Never had access to it, but now we do. And so how do we take all of that, put it together, and power our pipes? So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So, let's talk about HQL. So, the term HQL, we've defined as a highly qualified lead, and it sits, if you will, between a marketing qualified lead and a sales qualified lead. The way I think about it is a little bit further up the funnel than a sales qualified lead, maybe. Maybe it's actually further down the funnel. We don't know, because a sales qualified lead is typically, what I've seen, being qualified as having stated budget, authority, need, and timeline. And so what we're looking at here is are we pick, can we pick up on signals that give us information that might predict whether or not that lead is going to be more likely to end up in the pipeline based on the behavior that they're exhibiting, not necessarily what they're saying. And we know, if, you're, if you've been in sales for more than a minute, that people typically do what they're actually gonna do. They don't, they don't necessarily, don't believe what they're going to say. So don't believe what somebody says, believe what somebody does, and that is the premise of the highly qualified lead. So, for a definition that we can get on paper and all agree on, our definition of a highly qualified lead is a prospect who meets the ICP, who meets the ideal customer profile, who's taking action and exhibiting engagement that based on prior data makes it more likely to become a pipeline opportunity. So, a prospect who meets the ideal customer profile, who's taking action and exhibiting engagement that based on prior data makes it more likely to become a pipeline opportunity. Notice, we did not say they stated their budget. We did not say they stated their need. We are going off of the data that they are throwing off to our systems that say, listen, that looks a lot like deals that we've closed. That looks a lot like leads that end up in our pipeline. So we should go after that, even though they might not necessarily have said, I am ready. Because we know things are getting more competitive, especially with the pandemic, inbound, Inbound lead gen um, does not necessarily get the most qualified leads, which is why we talk about uh, these leads, these highly qualified leads matching the ideal customer profile. So we are only going after, we're only targeting the leads that actually meet the customers that we're trying to talk to, which is really, really powerful. So let's talk about the three reasons that you should use and can use highly qualified leads to power your pipe. So, so the first reason that HQLs, highly qualified leads, are very powerful is it is the only way 
that we have found in our work and research to basically use disparate data types to qualify leads in a way that does not end up in unqualified leads generally making it to your sales team. What do I mean by that? Well, in previous episodes of this podcast, we've talked a lot about intent data. We've talked a lot about firmographic data. We've talked a lot about technographic data. Um, then there's the first party data. So what has somebody done with outreach? Have they picked up the phone? Have they connected on LinkedIn? Uh, have they opened or clicked in an email? Uh, then there's the, the website first party data. How long have they been on your website? Have they looked at particular pages? Have they downloaded white papers? Have they read case studies? All of these kinds of, of pieces of data are typically right now acted on in an isolated manner. So sales manager or marketing team says, listen, these guys are on the website. You should go after them. Okay. Might be fair, but what, what was that prospect doing outside of the website, right? What software is that prospect using? Um, is the company even in the ideal customer profile, right? Well, in, in some of these methodologies where we're trying to qualify leads or, or we're trying to give teams lists of leads that are, that are say, active or, or engaged or anything, we're not combining the data types in a way that it can be used. So what the HQL does is it gives us a model of different engagement and different signals. So that could be they need to be searching for intent and they've been on our website and they've engaged with some of our demand gen outreach. That is likely going to be somebody who, is, who at least knows and is aware of what's going on and our intent data shows that there is something going on within that company that makes it likely that they are researching or in market for your particular product if you have the intent modeling done correctly. So what an HQL does is it takes all these disparate data types and says, all right, let's model the, qual the qualification of that lead based on their engagement and their signals and then using that go after them. So this is different than a marketing qualified lead and it's not quite, there, a sales qualified lead is a stated qualification by the prospect. I have X, Y, or Z. I am interested in doing this. HQL is saying we're going off the behavior that somebody is exhibiting based on these data types that we've put together in this nice model, scored it, and now we get it in front of our sales team. Much more exciting. So the second reason, or the second big benefit of an HQL is it's really an opportunity for us to, to spend time where there is life. And what I mean by that is we all know at this point in sales, customization done right personalization done right at the right time can be the difference between starting a conversation and not starting a conversation. So if we say, uh, here's a list of our, our, you know, a hundred accounts that could potentially work for us. And then these are say, you know, 
uh, $100 million plus companies. So there's five, six, seven potential people that you could start a conversation with inside that company. That's five, six, 700 company, uh, contacts that we might have to be spending time to research, to personalize, to customize the outreach to that particular, to each contact without having any confidence that one, that prospect is gonna know what you're talking about, two, that that, you know, the, the email address, I mean, the simple stuff, the email address, the contact information that you have is even right, right? And three, right, you might spend a bunch of time on one contact where two contacts later, you know, or two contacts down the list, by the time you get tired, right, you skimp out on the one that is actually active and you spend a lot of time on the one that's not, that's a problem. And if you don't think that's happening, you know, think again, right? That is absolutely happening. People are getting fatigued. We're spending a lot of time on prospects that might not necessarily be the best use of our time. So what an HQL does is it says, okay, let's take that list of 100, list of 100 accounts. We're gonna focus on 10 of them because it looks like there's some, something's going on in 10 of them. Then we're gonna take those four, 500, five, six, 700, whatever the series is, and we're gonna, we're gonna find the people inside that company who actually are interacting with our stuff, who are saying, all right, there's life here, and then we're gonna go into that company. We're going to go into that company at the place that we can see engagement. Now, we know that sometimes, just because somebody's engaging, doesn't necessarily mean they're the right role, but it does anchor where we can start. Because if it's a CFO that we're going in for, we see, we then know that we wanna hit the, the people who are around them. So you know, maybe the VP of finance or, or the, you know, a director or controller, these kinds of things. So we can understand what buying groups we're gonna hit first and then expand if we need to, but we're at least spending our time where there is life in engagement as opposed to wasting our salespeople's time in chasing ghosts, really. And that's, I think, a huge benefit of the HQL is we're saying, all right, let's prioritize the account. Then on top of prioritizing the account, let's prioritize the contacts. And let's only ask our teams to reach out to those prospects that are actually showing engagement, showing interest in what we're talking about and look a lot like prospects that have ended up in our pipe. And that's an HQL. And that's what I mean by we want to spend our time where there is life and we want to spend the time where the life looks like what we are after. So the third reason for an HQL, I got my cheat sheet over there, by the way. That's why I keep looking, but it's okay. The third reason that we want to use the HQL is we want to find the back channels, right? So um, companies that service specific software, this is a great example. Companies who service specific software, uh, like a Salesforce, uh, uh, you know, a CMS platform, these kinds of things. HQLs give the opportunity to the organization using them to find back channels. So if they're selling, you know, if they're servicing software, they might team up, say, hey, listen, it looks like there's activity in this account. 
let's 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 have a conversation you know is there something going on here it looks like they might be interested in doing business with us can we tag team this right other we might have mutual connections on linkedin um even better you might know somebody at the company you know um, you might know somebody on the board you might know somebody who knows somebody on the board the opportunity to back channel into a deal with an hql is so powerful um, in the sense that you know we're not waiting for that end prospect to to uh, you know come to us and say listen i have that band we're saying i'm going to get proactive i'm going to go find a way into that account so that i can then so that i can then you know start a conversation with people on a on a familiar basis while i know that there is that engagement on my you know, on my website, in my, you know, on my uh, outreach already, meaning when we put the two together, we can probably get into a deeper sales conversation right off the bat than we would have otherwise. So three reasons that we, we like HQLs. Uh, the first is the way to put this disparate data together. The second, it's really focusing our teams where there is life and not just where there's life, but where there's life that looks like it can become a pipeline opportunity. So it looks like what we've liked before. And then third, um, it, we can find the back channels. We can find our, the commonalities. We can find the ways, the inroads into the account um, you know, that we might not have otherwise been able to see or our sales teams would have been able to see had we held on to the lead uh, until it was that sales qualified lead. So those are the three reasons. So as I said, everybody, um, that wraps up what I'm going to talk about today. But weekly episodes, we're going to be on video. We might have a YouTube, a Facebook. I don't know if LinkedIn Live is a thing uh, that we want to get into. But anyway, please, 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 if you can, give us a five-star uh, review, a like, comment on any of the podcast apps that you listen on. Or if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and a comment. I greatly appreciate it. I hope you like the content. We got more coming at you. And as I mentioned before, July 30th, 2 p.m., the link to the webinar will be in the comments below. The description below, actually. Yeah. Good. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate your time. We will see you next time.